Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am your host. We are back. Another week, another night that we are talking about movies with my boys, my bros, your boys, your bros, because it is season two, episode eight. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right, right? not bad. Not I, I bad. know we are we are we are uh recording this episode one week before Christmas, but by the time it drops, it'll be two days before Christmas. And you guys are gonna be all in the Christmas spirit. And by you guys, I mean our fellow listeners, our our the, the our people who listen to us on Spotify, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. We love all of you. And because we want you guys to have a great Christmas season, we are here tonight talking Christmas movies. Hey now. Ho! So it's two days before Christmas. We're going to talk Christmas movies. But before we talk Christmas movies, we are, of course, going to go around the panel. And we got to start it off, like always, with my co-founder, my COO, my big bro, the hot shot banker mr andrew sherry merry christmas handsome how are you tonight merry christmas let's go see the tree (laughs) (laughs) so that's that's not from a movie but you know we all know what that's from Mm -hmm. maybe not marky but he will anyway at some point doing great happy to be here yeah and thanks uh... thanks for having me again of course, of course, you are, like I said, one of the co-founders. You're here every week. We love you. And speaking of people I love, especially in the Christmas season, let's talk to my other big bro who happens to be on this podcast, my uh, social media mogul, my producer, but most of all, the most important thing he does for this podcast, the chief boy toy, Mr. Dan Sherry. Merry Christmas, handsome. Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. There you go. Hey. hey. <laughs> All right. I'm psyched about tonight. I, you know, this Christmas movies in general are kind of hit or miss, but the great Christmas movies are fucking great to talk about. So um, I'm really looking forward to this. Absolutely. Speaking of things that I get psyched about. Oh, yeah. Baby. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. DP, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. AJ? was born ready yeah oh, you should be for this let's swing it on down to charlotte we're gonna talk to my boy my security director my art director the handsome sexy salt sultry smooth talking southern gentleman mr marky bondaron merry christmas you handsome bearded fuck how are you doing today <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Much appreciated. Uh, I'm excited to talk about Christmas movies. This this should be a lot of fun. Um, but full disclosure, the movies that I'm going to be talking about, I haven't watched in a very long time. So it's, I'm going to have to kind of walk my way through. I'm trying to remember some parts of these. 
Well, that's good. Actually, Marky, it's good that you say that because one of the ones you picked, I literally had never seen before and watched it last night. So uh, we will get into that. I just want to go ahead and warn if if y'all who are listening to this podcast tonight uh, or today or whenever the fuck you're listening to this podcast, if you haven't realized it, I'm just I'm just going to mention I'm going to steer into the skid. I have been drinking tonight. Um, I've been drinking for a little while. I am drunk, um, but I feel good. I feel good. I, I'm not like I'm not uh, stumbling on myself yet drunk, but uh, I'm feeling good. And uh, I just want that, you know, precursor to be out there. So everyone understands. Yeah, I uh, feel shit. like I passed you the you baton. Know? Right after oh, okay. last week, DP, you know, yeah, I, 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 passed it's, you the baton, I think so. I think it's important to be transparent, you know? Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, after after last week, DP is now handed it over to me. AJ has basically given us creative license after about three or four weeks ago when, you know, that, that shit went insane. And um, if you're honest about being drunk, then you can't get in trouble with HR. Those are the rules. Yes. I, don't, I don't think that's true. I agree. Um, Pretty sure. But... I've heard it both ways. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, because, again, these are rules for a company that doesn't actually exist. So mm. we're kind of making mm-hmm. them up as we go along, which is fun. A very good. Um, so... Before we get into our Christmas movie topic, which I think is going to be a lot of fun, DP, we want to talk about a uh, a movie current events type thing, right? Yes, I was wanted. So, all right, this just happened the other day. Uh, I thought it was like interesting and kind of funny. So, uh, Tom Cruise apparently had a fucking meltdown on mm-hmm. the Mission Impossible set. Um. Apparently it had to do with uh, people working on the film not wearing masks and like crowding together around a computer screen or something like that, completely breaking COVID protocol. And Tom Cruise went fucking berserk. Someone recorded him and like put it out there to try and make Tom Cruise look bad. Uh-huh. But it really didn't make Tom Cruise look bad. <laughs> not like, at all. He not went all. fucking berserk listening like going off on these people for doing it so um yeah let me I, I'll, I'll play a quick clip of it for you guys okay. so you can hear them oh nice i don't ever want to see it again ever and if you don't do it you're fired and i see you do it again you're gone and anyone on this crew does it that's it and you too and you too and you don't you ever do it again. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, he started screaming and getting all pissed off because they weren't wearing their masks and, like, went on to say how, uh, you know, like, because the movie industry is shut down, like, all these people have lost their jobs and, you know, cameramen and stuntmen that aren't making millions now can't fucking feed their kids. And really, it kind of made Tom Cruise look like the good guy. Mm. So, gotcha. Interesting. I mean, I remember yeah. uh, I saw a blip on it, but I didn't actually look into it. I heard that Tom Cruise went nuts on people, and I instantly was just kind of reminded of Christian Bale flipping out on the lighting guy or the sound guy, or whatever. right? So, and, and that's, and that's that. That was the funny was. thing was the person put it out there to try and make him look like an asshole the way Christian Bale did. Yeah, but it completely fucking backfired on this nice. guy. <laughs> Yeah, I had actually heard it, DP. I was actually 
on my way to after I got out of work today, I was on my way to the bar to meet a couple of my friends. And right as I was pulling up, I was actually listening to sports talk radio and they were talking about it and they they played that clip. And oh, yeah, he lost his fucking mind. And you're right. You're right. Like, listen, we all we've all seen tom cruise do insane shit i remember remember like on oprah when he was jumping on the couch and shit right like saying that. he was in love with katie holmes and yeah jumping and up and down like a cle- lunatic yeah it was clearly <laughs> on he had like i don't know it looked for me in my experience that he had done like an eight ball of coke before he'd come out <laughs> right. um and it was and just your field research right yeah. just right uh, how i felt my. but uh Field research. Yeah. Uh, like he's had some of his own fucking crazy. Even if you look, remember back in that Scientology argument he had with Matt Lauer years yeah, ago, like, like he's, he's had some rants, but this one actually had a lot of credibility depending on who you talk to and what your theories are. Yeah. That's a good point. It, right. I, I guess at the end of the day, um, it's, it's what your, where your stance is on how you, I, feel. I guess at the end of the day, no matter what you think the logical human being believes that, wearing masks is is the best thing to do and and he's right he's absolutely right in the fact that um whether you believe it or not if you're not wearing these masks shit's never going back to normal so uh he was right losing Mm -hmm. his absolute shit um i have no problem with i have no problem getting knee deep in everybody good for him i'm I'm good with it i gotta say good for fucking tom cruise because uh like i said even if you don't believe that masks help like it's the rule on set so just right. fucking follow the rules god right. damn it like exactly. you know yeah. even if you hate the mask it's a goddamn rule people want to get back to work so people can make money and if you're doing that it's going to ruin it for everybody yep also i bet it i bet it does not feel good to get chewed out by tom cruise oh it, right? it, I mean, that was that was i mean next level i mean that was that was next i mean it was actually it was very eloquent uh, he made a lot of great points. So, yeah, as much as um, I think he he can be a bit of a cunt at times, absolutely. And I loved, I actually love Tom Cruise as an actor for a lot of things. Some damn good movies. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we talk real. about a lot on this on this podcast, and that's what we, normally what we judge people on. But again, kudos Tom Cruise. That was um, that was that was uh, I'm on board. I'm on board yeah, with yeah. that. Support I mean, you a thousand percent, brother. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if people aren't wearing masks in Mission Impossible 7, then we're not going to get Mission Impossible 34. Mm, so right? what the fuck? Which is you important. Know? Yeah. And what yeah. the fuck are we going to do 30 years from now with no yeah. 34? You know, it's going <laughs> to yeah. suck. Exactly. I'm going to be a miserable 75-year-old prick <laughs> with no Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah. As if you're not going to be that anyways. Uh, but <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, AJ and I, we talk about Tom Cruise at times. I mean, AJ and I have had like deep discussions. AJ, remember our, our, our feelings about Tom Cruise and Magnolia and like how we felt about his performance? And we always we talk about, yeah, that dude's a fucking asshole, but shit, he can act. Yeah, he's a good actor. Um, I don't love every movie he's in. I don't love all like all the Mission Impossible stuff, but I do like Jerry Maguire a lot. I like Magnolia mm. a lot. What about what AJ? What Whoa, about, AJ. What about Tropic Thunder? Love him in Tropic <laughs> Thunder. Love him. <laughs> Not a huge part, but a very good part. Hilarious. So uh, um, all right, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, DP. That's a it's an important thing. I like that we talk about these yeah. current events and movies. These, these, I, I these think is... um, with the movies actually starting, like Hollywood getting back into gear, we're gonna have like 
more movie news coming out as so we go. Much. So Absolutely. I think we should uh, kind of keep keep on top of it. Have a little little movie news segment each week to uh, keep track of all the happenings. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot coming up. But uh, now that we're done with that, um, DP, actually, really quick. Um, speaking of current news and things like that, why don't you go ahead and drop the social media? Oh yeah. Uh, before we so, get into the crux of tonight. Yeah, good call. If uh, if you want to hear our, uh, you know recent news you can check us out on instagram or at movie council pod or find us on twitter same handle at movie council pod or send us an email we are uh movie council pod again at gmail.com so yeah get in touch uh let us know what you think send us some questions some ideas uh we'd love 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 to hear from our fans yeah and please rate the podcast guys on whatever platform you're on it's really it's really important for us and i know uh there's a lot of people that love it so please go ahead and do that it just takes a couple seconds and like we've talked about in other weeks even if you think we're a bunch of cuts go ahead and say it yeah, just see, oh, the, a bunch of cunts. We'd love to hear it. The exposure is good for us. So, uh, all right. Without further ado, let's get into our topic this week. Um, yeah. Like I said, it is. It is. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time, kids. Ho and, ho ho! Uh, yeah, we we are we are here to talk movies, uh, Christmas movies tonight. And like I, I technically, it is. I'm not saying it's my idea this week because I still want to save my idea topic for the week after next, which will be mm-hmm. our uh, after next week when we do our badness madness finale. Um, I have another thing like we'll talk about that I think you guys are gonna love. But tonight, you know, it's a it's a it's a theme. It's a Christmas theme. So we're gonna talk Christmas movies tonight. What I asked of us myself and the panel, uh, we're gonna talk about uh, one movie, one Christmas movie that we love and one that we hate. All right. And I think because it's an ass eating vibe. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I know, I know, I know. That's I know where we're going with that. But uh since we're uh, doing Christmas movies, and I think uh we should save the positive for the last, I think we should go ahead and get the ones we hate out of the way early. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh I, I want to go first with with the one that I hate, and I want to do that because it's not even like a it was never a movie that went into the theaters it, and and it's also it's a classic christmas story but i hate it for a very very specific reason i know a lot of people are going to be pissed at me over this and that's fine all right the the christmas movie that i hate is fucking rudolph the red-nosed reindeer I, and i i and and, and listen i'm talking about the 1964 stop motion version claymation fucking movie mm-hmm. and again listen it's a classic christmas story it's been told a thousand times on uh between books and movies and tv shows and and, and everything it, it's rudolph my problem with this specific version of rudolph the red-nosed reindeer from 1964 uh, if you guys have a chance during this christmas season if it's on tv please just watch it for a few minutes just watch marky i know you're shaking your head Take 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just watch it, all right? And you will see that every character in this movie outside of Rudolph and Hermie, you know, the dentist kid? The yeah. fucking jerk-off elf that wants to be a dentist? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Whoa. But, yes, every other character in this movie is a gigantic cunt. <laughs> I'm telling you, every single one. I'm telling you, like, like if, you, if you go back to the beginning, the other reindeer, fucking Coach Comet, 
uh santa claus is a total cunt in the movie uh uh even yukon cornelius is a total fucking douchebag everybody are total assholes to 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 uh to, to rudolph and not for nothing but like mo- the the majority of the movie takes uh takes place in santa's village in the north pole everyone's supposed to be happy right it's a north pole santa claus around no they're all miserable pricks in this movie <laughs> they're all a bunch of fucking assholes like uh like even people that like Hermie, for some reason Hermie wants to be a dentist and everyone's like oh a dentist <sighs> like they're all laughing at him and it's like yeah i don't think you cunts will be feeling that way if you had a, a wisdom tooth coming in or something you fucking jerk offs but everyone is so mean to, to rudolph remember he, he has to hide his goddamn nose most mm-hmm. of the movie and then at one point he gets excited because you know he wants to jerk off over that clarice reindeer and, and the fucking the the black nose pops off and everyone's like oh a red nose and it's like the worst thing that's ever happened to christmas is this fucking reindeer's red nose and everyone is so angry over it <laughs> and i get it i get what they're trying to do this idea that everyone should be accepted no matter the color. I get it. I get it. But it just makes the movie so unbelievably insufferable from start to finish. Yeah, it has like a decent payoff at the end, but the journey is awful. These guys are... Okay, just think about it for a second. All right? You're Santa Claus, and your job is to deliver all these presents to all these people throughout the country. And suddenly you see this reindeer that has a sparkling red nose and you're like, oh, gross. Oh, I want nothing to do with that. What are Makes the odds sense. that we might need somebody with a shiny nose on a <laughs> snowy, dark, stormy fucking night? What a shock that we might need this guy at some point. No, let's treat him like a piece of shit. Yeah, let's it makes sense to me. looking nose. It is so stupid and so ridiculous. And the fact that everybody sits around and pleasures themselves over this movie every Christmas <laughs> pisses me off so much because it is so, it, it, it is, it is like the, the, uh, the equipment. I've never seen a more intolerant movie in my entire fucking life over a nose, <laughs> over a fucking nose. It's so right? stupid. And they're like, everyone's so angry over this fucking guy. And then they want, you know, and suddenly in the last five minutes, let's all jerk this guy off because we need his nose. It's so (laughs) stupid. So, hey, we can use him. Now we like him. (laughs) Yeah, it's so, it's just like everyone's just like, oh my God, it's such a feel good. Oh my God, such a feel good classic Christmas movie. Go fuck yourself. No, it's not. It's it's a movie of intolerance and (laughs) anger and, 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 non-acceptance of people who are different fuck you fuck you santa claus fuck you mrs claus fuck you abominable abominable snowman he's a cunt in the movie too (laughs) yukon cornelius is a douchebag and you know what herbie's annoying fuck him too all right that movie has no likable characters except rudolph and he just gets shit on for 90 minutes so i i i that that movie does nothing for me um, now I know a lot of you guys probably don't have this type of venom towards this movie like I do, or, or, or the time and energy to get so angry about it as I have. But if anybody wants to say anything, feel free. Yeah. What happened to you when you were watching that movie as a child? Did someone touch uh, your, your booty? Yeah. I'm assuming one of the other guys on this podcast did something to me, uh, yeah. is my guess. Um, 
Probably DP because he just raised his yeah. hand. <laughs> uh, I gave you the red nose. Yeah. By <laughs> rubbing my that. pelvis on it. <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what makes me so angry about it. Uh, I've only. I've only gotten vitriolic about it in the last five six years every time it comes on i'm like what like these cunts again like every time i'm watching it it just upsets me so who, who was it i feel like i've watched a uh a, a, like a very violent parody of that that uh that animation i don't uh, know maybe, if it was robot chicken that did yeah, it i think it was, was it, where it was like, like yukon f- cornelius starts fucking killing people with his axe yeah. Yeah. that doesn't shock me I that's think just it was a robot vicious chicken, prick yeah he's a that, vicious that, prospecting that was prick. a good version of it yeah <laughs> So again, I don't want to get too deep into this because I know this is more my shit than it is any of yours. Uh, but it does that movie does bother me because you know for the last week, every time I walked out into the living room, my mother is watching that movie and I'm like, oh, these fucking assholes again, really? This dick face, so that's an happened. asshole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's bothering me. But uh, but so unless anybody wants to say anything else about it, I, I know none of you have that type of uh, commitment to this type of anger but if anybody else say anything feel free if not we can move to the next um i don't like it but you're right i don't hold the same contempt for it maybe i do if i were if I, it's been so many years since i've watched it I, I, it would be hard to get through now you know what are the odds we i need a shiny nose and a dark snowy night you know let's fuck this guy you know it's yeah. ridiculous yeah I, i'm with you i think the the overall kind of story of rudolph and the song like yeah they all pick on him because he looks different and he can't play in their reindeer yeah. game. Nerd. Yeah. What a bunch of cunts. Fucking. So, yeah, I'm with you there. And Donner and Comet. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Honestly. And then bringing in this fucking wants to be a dentist elf and you call it <laughs> like, like that. that what? Useless. That was all nonsense, too. So, totally useless. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. That, that is garbage. Then they even incapacitate the abominable snowman and Hermie rips his teeth out. I'm like, that's a yeah, cut move, right. too. It's a total cut move to do to the guy. It's like declaring a cat, you know? Fuck that guy. Oh, God. They are all awful. I, and you know what? I'm almost at the point where Rudolph can fuck himself, too. I'm just, I've had enough. Oh. I've had enough. All right. All right. Very well oh, said. My. Now that I've gotten that off my chest, uh, AJ. What Christmas speaking movie of, do you, what what yeah, Christmas movie do you hate, Hanson? Speak speaking of playing reindeer games. <laughs> Great. See what that, I did there, yeah. That was the movie that I picked. Hey, you know, I'm not first off, full disclosure, I don't really get up for Christmas movies that much. I don't make it like appointment viewing, like I don't watch X, X Y and Z every year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do. You know, they have these movies on their playlist that they have to watch every year. Um, but and Reindeer Games is a, a contemporary film. It's not a uh, you know a classic Christmas story. It's a- so AJ, AJ AJ just 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 I don't mean to cut you off, but like I don't think this is a movie that a ton of people have seen. So can you kind of sure. introduce it a little bit? Absolutely. So it stars Ben Affleck as this um, guy doing a hard five years in prison for that's like late nineties, uh, right? Ro- robbery, early two thousands, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's in prison and um, his cellmates going on and on about this girl that he's got a, he, she's a pen pal and he's going to beat her when he goes out on the outside and they're about to re- be released in a couple days. And then he gets stabbed in a, in a cafeteria riot and I'm using quotes with my fingers. He dies as uh, spoilers. Um, 
he dies in the early stages and then Ben Affleck's character gets released from prison. The girl is waiting there for, 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 you know, her pen pal to come out. He pretends to be this guy poses as him. And then he gets into some trouble. Um, her supposed brother and his crew want to take down a casino. They think he's the other guy who used to work at this casino, blah, blah, blah. And it goes on from there. Charlize Theron plays the girl. Mm. Oh, um, that's right. Gar- Gary Sinise is in it as well. It's a, it's a good cast. Yeah. Gary Sinise Donald Logue is in it as well. Danny Gary Trejo Sinise is not the, necessarily a great is actor. He's the uh, leader of the bad crew, right? Right. He's the brother. Well, at least you think he's the brother for a while. There's a lot of twists and turns yeah. in this movie. There's uh, a lot of people um, pretending to be somebody else. Um, fake names, fake, you know, a lot of misdirection, sometimes some needless misdirection, you know. Um, yeah. But I just, first, before I, I, I explain why I don't like the movie, I just want to get sort of TW, your sense of on a scale of like one to ten how much Charlize Theron can get it. <laughs> I mean, in general, Charlize Theron is like an eight out of 10 that can get it. But <laughs> in reindeer games, especially that scene in the pool, when she takes her bikini top off, she, she is a fucking hardcore 10 out of 10. Can get She it takes off games. her top a couple times. Oh my God. Can she get it on another I level? I might need to movie. watch reindeer games. Again. Oh, please do. Please. She could be in a porta party that got, kept upside down and she's still a 10 out of 10 for me <laughs> yeah so i'll tell you why i don't like the movie i'll just get into that real quick i don't like ben i don't particularly like ben affleck i don't know how you guys feel about him yeah. not really a fan of him um it, i love charlie Theron as an actress and i think she's obviously gorgeous mm. uh, i think gary sinise is also a good actor so it's well cast i'm not a huge affleck fan what I don't like is I think for having a good cast, the acting's kind of shitty in it okay. at times. It's the it's like this is led by Ben Affleck. That's yeah, like, I kind of think that. I he, think that's his first time being having that much screen time. Like Maybe the I'm action wrong. hero, yeah. lead yeah, of the right. movie. He's got to carry all that, right? And I don't think he does such a great job. It's fucking they, awful. They telegraph, they telegraph <laughs> a lot of like these like these double crosses and stuff. And it just didn't really come together at all for me. And, and I just, yeah, uh, not a fan. Not a what fan. About, so a nice I gotta, shoot him up at the end, but. I've, I have a question this. though. When talking about the cast, you referred to Charlize Theron's looks, but you didn't mention any of the male characters looks i mean why, why i did are we, not because why are we I, the uh, physical features of some of this because i'm a heterosexual oh okay well that makes sense yeah this um, takes off that, it that, takes that, off his shirt in the movie too that's, and, not, that's not very woke bro ben <laughs> affleck can get it yeah oh yeah oh definitely aj let me let me jump in real quick about about reindeer games because I remember you and I've been talking about this movie for a really, really long time for some insane reason. Um, I don't hate reindeer games. I really don't. You, yeah, I, I agree with a lot of your points. Yeah. The acting is horseshit, especially for a, actually a somewhat talented cast. Charlie Theron is an Oscar winner for crying. Yeah. Out loud. Ben Affleck uh, is, is I, an I Oscar winner as well. Yeah. Uh, Gary Sinise. Has he ever won, if he hasn't won anything, he should, cause he's a good actor. I love Donald Logue. He's a good um, actor. Uh, yeah, I, I think 
I find the movie to be actually somewhat entertaining. The the issue for me is that the amount of twists in the movie just gets to be so fucking over the top and ridiculous. And that's why it, that's why I feel like it's telegraphed. At one point, I'm like, what's the next twist? Oh, yeah, it's, and, it's, I'm it's, start, and I'm starting to like guess, like, what is the next thing? Oh, you know? Right. There's actually a couple of funny lines, AJ. I remember you and even you and me even talking about there some funny lines. Remember, like, remember he's like, yeah, I want some fucking pecan pie. Like, yeah, some that hot part? chocolate like, and some pecan yeah. pie. Yeah. yeah you oh, want, the, anybody anybody want to go for onion rings? Like, like that shit's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, no, the twists are out and, of control and, and the, the story gets so convoluted and the and the plot holes are fucking these might be the biggest plot holes in any movie you'll ever find. Yeah, they're like canyons. Yeah. Oh, they're massive. But I don't know, like we always talk about if this movie's on deep. TV, will you stop and watch it? I usually will, especially during Christmas. I'll watch at least some of it if it's on. I, I find it entertaining. It's definitely one of these movies that it's for a cast like that, it shouldn't be such a B movie. It shouldn't be like that. Should have been better. You're right. It should have you been know better. the script is awful, awful. And who's the guy? You know who's not bad in it is the guy, the casino manager. Oh, De- uh, Den- Dennis. Dennis Farina. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He's a good actor too. Like, he, they yeah, had a no, good the cast, cast is great. I have no problem with the cast. I just thought Charlie Charlie Theron's character was a like I super don't know. oh insufferable. She's yeah, I don't know why, and yeah, I love yeah, her, yeah. and she was not someone I could really get behind through any time and i felt like her she was not overacting but i felt like like because her character is the one that has the most like yeah. like like secrets there behind. weren't there weren't many characters that were likable in this movie because ben affleck who was supposed to be the you know the lead male uh, protagonist is you know is a guy that fucked over his dead cellmate you know what i mean like that, right. that never endears you with an audience so no i understand it but I, I don't hate the movie. I don't think it's great either, is all. Gotcha. So, so. I, actually I, was, no, I, get it. I, I actually was a, kind of still am a, a Ben Affleck fan. Like, I, you know, between uh, like the oh, Kevin like Smith movies he was in and Goodwill Hunting, when Reindeer Games came out, I was like kind of excited because it was like Affleck's kind of like big action movie kind of thing to start off. And I was super let down. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, yeah. yeah. Andy's right. This movie, the, the twists and turns it take make no sense. No, it's and stupid. It is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you said, there's some fun scenes, but overall, it's not a good movie. And I was I super that, let down. Yeah. TP, I, I think that's I what like I kind of, I, I think that's what I kind of wrap myself around if I'm flipping through the stations around Christmas and I see yeah. that. This scene's funny or this scene's entertaining. Like, remember the scene they're running across the ice and they fall in, they're getting shot at. Like, right. Yeah. It's yeah. entertaining enough. I mean, it's not a good movie, but you know, it's, it's, there's some scenes that are enjoyable. Yeah. They shoot the guy, yeah. they shoot the guy in the, uh, the fishing house or whatever, like the little shack where, yeah, they ice, yeah. where you go, where you do your yeah. ice fishing. And of and they, course, I watched the scene in the pool when the, the bikini top comes off because she can get it. I mean, like, it's, I mean, obviously, come on. She's a, she's amazing. Yeah, we but not, have testicles. Not her act, so her is, acting is not amazing in the movie, though. No, 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 I agree. And that sucks because she's good in just about everything you see her in. Agreed. Agreed. You know, I mean, think of some other, another movie where she was that bad. I think it's with a movie like that, it was just the script was so bad. That yeah. you know, you almost felt like they were mailing it in at points. Like just, it was just, it was too convoluted. Been. It was so convoluted. It's insane. That's the, the, I don't remember much at all from that movie, but what I, what I do remember is just how bad the acting is, and primarily yeah. from ben it Affleck. was really bad. Yeah, 
you know, and uh, there's even a scene of, like I said, I don't remember much about anything about the movie except how bad act, the acting was. And the worst part of the acting for me was, wasn't at one point Ben Affleck like have his hand up against a dartboard and they're like throwing darts at him or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, and, Gary Sinise's character. Is and he's like, he's, Ben Affleck's acting all like, oh, oh, like all scared and flustered and everything. Or he, he's supposed to, to be me. acting scared. Yeah, but he, I guess he didn't know what emotion to play. So he's just like, Making wild eyes with his face and yeah, breathing real hard. it was it was all kind of yeah. it was all kind of uncomfortable at times. Yeah. All right, That's I'm zero done. at a zero for me, dog. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good there. Uh, DP. All right, so the movie I hate. It, it's a movie I didn't always hate. Uh, when I first saw it, I enjoyed it, and then it got fucking rammed down my throat so mm. goddamn much. I now hate the movie, and that is A Christmas Story. Oh. Fucking Ralphie and your fucking BB gun, you can go fuck yourself. Mm, what? Oh, no. Stupid lamp leg, no. you can shove it up your the ass. La- the lamp leg's God. awesome. Uh, you know, something that, so this movie was, it was fun, and I enjoyed it. And then something happened like, I don't know, a dozen years ago, where some, I don't know what, remember which channel would play the movie for like 48 straight hours Jesus nonstop Christ. on a loop and well, they do that around christmas with those movies. yeah but you know like between like mom and double m anytime i was at the, the house that was the only thing ever on was a christmas story and i just got so goddamn fed up with it and i'm so sick of it ralphie can go fuck himself all right, wow. DP. DP, let me let me let me be the first one to to go at you on this. Um, let let me just let me just ask: Is it the same reason you hate a Christmas story for being rammed down your throat? Is that the same reason you hate me at times? No, no, no. no. That, that's a, an enjoyable yeah. ram down my throat. So, yeah, it's different. <laughs> Oh, fucking incest joke! I love. I was it. gonna say um, the incest is gonna be one a week, baby. Out of control. <laughs> We've met our quota. Uh, you know what? We've gotten actually lucky because uh, HR has been moving for the last week and a half, so she hasn't been yeah. listening too much. So Sweet. we've really had carte blanche here. But uh, <laughs> DP, I just uh, I love a Christmas story. I really, do. I understand what you're saying. I really do. No it does. I mean, do literally it, yeah. TBS for the last what 20 years has been playing that motherfucker on loop for yeah. two like the week before and after yeah christmas. But, but you know that though you know that going in you know yeah. you know you don't have to turn, tune yourself to that channel listen right. it, it does I, I i definitely don't love it the way i did when i was younger but there is always that there there is not too many movies that give me the satisfaction of watching uh a dude get the shit kicked out of him that deserves it more than Scott Farkas Scott does. Farkas. Oh my god, um, it's so awesome! So uh, I, and, I, and, I will and, watch yeah. that movie a hundred times out of a hundred just to watch Ralphie pummel that cunt's face in. Um, that dude, that scene and the Santa Claus scene is. Oh, it, but like again, that Santa favorites. Claus is a fucking jerk off. Like, like uh, get him off my lap. Him. He's wet. And the, yeah. and the I elf. hate the smell of tapioca. Like I hate that fucking guy. He's a cunt. But uh, no, I just I will every time that movie's on, I will watch Ralphie pound out Scott Farkas 
like like UFC ground and pound style. Right. Like, oh like, my it, god, he, like, he shoots a he's double. Ha- no, right, so okay. satisfying. At one point, he's hammer fisting him. <laughs> oh, he he beats the piss out of that poor prick. And uh, no, I I I TP, I, I do get what you're saying, but that movie, well, I'll, that it's always near and dear to me. I love it. Yeah, it, it, so that's I maybe that's that. why I hate it so much now. Is because at one point I did love it. And that, like I said, it just got so incessant that I got so sick of it. Yeah, I can't even, I can't watch it anymore. If it's, if I see it on the TV, I'll eat, you know, if I'm in a house where it's on, I'll go into another room. I can't stand it anymore. So don't watch it for a few years and then go back yeah. to it. See if something right, changes. Yeah, may, I can try that. Yeah. It's almost impossible to get away with. Yeah, that. that's the tough part. If you try yeah. to not watch it, you'll still end up seeing it. DP, you're literally going to be at my house tomorrow night. I'm going to find it. I'm going to put it on just to find it. Yeah. And then something else is going to be rammed down someone else's throat. <laughs> yeah. Well, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do me with a good time, buddy. Uh, Marky, Marky, what do you what do you think about this movie? What do you think about a Christmas story? I'm having a hard time thinking about the movie. There's always fucking <laughs> brother dick jokes going back and forth. Um, hey, I, 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 I like the movie. You married into this family, buddy. This I, family. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, you had a chance. <laughs> I like the movie, but I see, I, I do see where Dan's coming from. Um, you know, I only get to see the movie or not get to. I don't, it's not like I go seek it out because, like AJ was saying, it's fucking everywhere. You know, it's out there, right? Um, right. but I only watch i haven't watched the movie all the way through and i i don't know how long you know 15 years or something mm-hmm. and every once in a while i'll just see clips of it so to me it's just kind of more of like a nostalgic thing and i like it but i could see where dp's coming from yeah. where like come christmas time every corner you turn you're seeing ralphie's face and oh it's shit. a bit much it's definitely a bit it could, much it could be a bit haunting yeah yeah, yeah. but Absolutely. uh I'm not there yet. I can see how you could get there. It's like, you know, when you when you really like a like a new song and then you can't get away from it on the radio, they play mm-hmm. it to death, and then you're like, fuck this song. I can't believe yeah, I used man. to like it. Yeah. I understand. So uh DP or AJ, unless you had anything else, I might as well let Marky keep going, right? Yeah, Marky. Because Marky, what's away. the what's the movie you hate? Movie I hate is called Jingle All the Way. With Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, and yes. Sinbad, <laughs> remember that one? If there was ever a worse combination to start, remember that, with, right? Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Yeah. Let me. Can I just say something idea. really quick before sure. you shit all over this movie? Yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen this movie. What came out? In what like the mid nineties? Is this 90s? the one that you watched? Yeah, I think it's like 94, 95, Yeah. No, Marky, I, I. Um, you watched my other movie. The other one, I. Okay attempted to actually watch this out jingle all the way i dvr'd it just so i could watch some i watched about 20 minutes of it and then i had to we had to come on the podcast here mm-hmm. dude that is about as bad as it gets as far as <laughs> movies go i mean it's a painful one i mean listen i actually think sinbad if you guys remember sinbad like when he did like stand-up yeah. comedy i actually found him kind of funny dp no, remember dp not bad do you guys remember the episode of Always Sunny he was on? Uh, with, I with just Rob watched Thomas. it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I think he's a funny dude. And I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I really do. But he is, I mean, I seriously, 15, 20 minutes of this movie, I'm like, 
I want this character to die a painful death. Like he's horrible. I didn't need to see any more. And even a movie that makes Phil Hartman not funny is fucking terrible because that's one of the funniest dudes I've ever seen. I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that movie proved that shit. So I only watched a few minutes of it, but I fucking hated it, Marky. But yeah, I'm sorry. If I stole any of your thunder, I apologize. No, I mean, I, I appreciate, you know, I think you out of the four of us may have been the person to have actually seen <clears throat> some of it the most recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, earlier, my disclaimer in the beginning of the episode was that I haven't seen my movies in quite some time. Right. And tonight before we came on, I was YouTubing <clears throat> clips of Jingle All the Way and then as I was watching him, I was just cringing and just, you know, re- reminded of just how fucking painful and awful this movie was. I want to know who's posting clips of that on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> YouTube, they have everything, dude. Everything. I, I will tell you this, though. When I was uh, looking for my Jingle All the Way clips, I stumbled across this uh, Conan O'Brien edit where it, it came out. It might be as recent as this year where it's just a brief clip where Conan O'Brien says something like, uh, you know, we, we are now airing the unedited version of the ending of Jingle All the Way. And it's Arnold Schwarzenegger picking his son up and they take off into the air with a jetpack and then they get hit by a 747. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. So with that, it actually felt pretty good. I was, was going to say, that, that, that actually would be pretty satisfying for that fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but everybody in that, all the adults in that movie are just terrible, awful human beings. Yeah. The kids are just sorry sacks of shit. <laughs> and the it actually depicts like some of the worst behaviors of people and i don't remember it ever having like I, one thing that stands out to me that i remember watching it for the first time a long time ago was when arnold schwarzenegger drives on the shoulder of the road and passes all the traffic and like a cop pulls him over and like he yeah. gives the cop some story and gets to away the very beginning yeah yeah like that's maybe he doesn't get away. I don't know what happens to him. No, he doesn't. I, actually, the cop busts his balls, and it's actually okay. It's actually a good part of the movie. Okay, that's good because I mean, you know, those the type of people that I curse and hope they die and burn in hell whenever I see them on the road. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's also scenes in the movie where people are uh, fighting each other like Black Friday style <laughs> in, in, in a Walmart, yeah. and right, which are people that are already hateable. And yeah. then you put the hateable people in a hateable movie, and it's just yeah, yeah doubling on the hatred. It's uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's a movie made with terrible, it's terrible lines, terrible script, and then on top of just the behavior, like the worst behaviors of people around this time, Christmas time, yeah. and you put they, it all in a movie. Like no one wants to see that shit. Yeah, they were totally banking on like Arnold Schwarzenegger being a big star and mm-hmm. really at the time too, Sinbad being a big star. Sure. And they figured, ah, fuck the script, fuck the director. Yeah. Just put two big stars, people will go see it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Sinbad, like the, the clips I was watching on YouTube today, is as shitty and stupid as it is, Sinbad was actually like still kind of funny. He is funny. He's like yeah. a funny, like, honestly, if you look back at his standups in like the eighties and the nineties, he's complete. He works completely clean, but he's, he is a funny dude. He really is. Yeah, He had some great sets. Yeah. Like he had some yeah. like, really well-written jokes. Right. But like I said, funny. like 
it, if your movie is bad enough that Phil Hartman's insufferable, like you're you yeah. fucked up bad. Like if that was I mean, the last movie Phil Hartman was in, then they should feel ashamed. Like like it, guys, like think about it for a minute. Like if 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 we were to like uh, go back in time, the four of us right now, and we had Arnold Schwarzenegger, Phil Hartman, Sinbad, and we, the four of us had to write a Christmas movie, don't you think it would be fucking hilarious? It'd be much better than Jingle All the Way. You know what I mean? Like, it would be fucking great. We would utilize that talent. It would be a fucking amazing. Right. We could write the simplest story and just make sure that they're funny in it. Great. It would be fucking great. These idiots ruined it. I don't even know who wrote or directed that movie. That movie movie felt like it had a pretty big budget, too. I felt like most likely. Well, I mean, most of it went towards actor salaries, is my guess. And and marketing, probably. They probably Mm -hmm. marketed marketed the hell out of it. So that's a zero out of zero for me, dog. Uh, all right, so we're we're through the movies we hate, um, and that's good. Let, let's we we should finish on a positive note tonight. It's Christmas for Christ's sakes! All right, Merry let's Christmas, be, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's finish on a positive note. Marky, your glass is empty. Fill it, please. We're gonna need you to do that. I got a beer right here. That a boy. Um, thank you for not being insufferable with the fucking knife tonight. That was really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> Uh, he just oiled it up. <laughs> yeah, he still oh, using it. Just doesn't click as the much. The knife is right here. Yeah. No, oh, we know. Um, so let's do the ones we love now, and let me kick it off again because I kicked it off in the ones we hated. I'm going to talk about. Uh, I f- absolutely love this movie. This is in my top 100 list. Um, and I'll mark it. Where does it fit with fucking Garden State? I know, Mark. <laughs> we get. It. You know, I'll you save the joke. You cut. At um, least give me the chance to say it. I know. I I'm, I'm, I'm getting out, in out front of the knees. Getting out in front of it. All right. Uh, but this is definitely this is like a borderline top fifty movie for me. I love this movie so much for so many reasons, and that is uh, the Bill Murray Scrooged. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, I love it. this for me is without question the best retelling, whether it's uh, in theater or in film or in any uh, any venue since the Dickens novel that came out in like 18, whatever. I, I don't know what year it was. 18. <laughs> I think it was actually 18, whatever. That's actual, that, yeah. That, yeah. that pretty much That's, was the 1800s. Was it 18? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, whatever happened in the 1800s, it was then. Um, but it, it is so good. It is so brilliantly acted by Bill Murray. It's directed by Richard Donner, who does all the Lethal Weapon movies? He does Superman one and two. He does I the Goonies. Yeah, like I mean, this is this I is love the guy's, Goonies. Yeah, this guy's not. Um, this guy's not doing you know groundbreaking shit, but he does entertaining stuff over and over again. And I absolutely love Scrooged. Um, this is one of the first Bill Murray movies where he does all the heavy lifting for himself. This is like the opposite. Like we talked about Ben Affleck and Reindeer Games. So this that was the first movie that he did the heavy lifting on his own without an ensemble and he failed. I feel like this was the first time that uh, Bill Murray did one uh, where he did the heavy, heavy lifting and he absolutely crushed it. Cause you know, he's coming off of ghostbusters and all those things where he was surrounded by lots of people. He was on his own for the most part. Peter Franklin. Yeah. There was, yeah, there were some other, you know, Caddyshack. There was some decent, right. But he wasn't the lead, you know, right. and, and but in Scrooge, you know, he, he's got some decent people around him in, in, in Carol Kane. Um, and he actually is his brother is in the movie too. 
is it Rob uh, Rob Murray, I think. He's in this movie called uh, Moving Violations. Super underrated comedy. Look it up at some point. It's Bill Murray's brother. It's it's, it's, it's hilarious. Um, but I, I really think Bill Murray does an amazing job in this movie. I think the retelling is great. I think the uh, the the ghosts of past, present, and future are really fucking hilarious. I love how they weave it into the um, the the telling of Scrooge, uh, Christmas Carol. Um, for the the network that he works for as the you know executive i don't know i think the whole the whole for me the whole thing just works and it's a movie a christmas movie that i watch i watch it almost every year and i make a point to do it on christmas eve because it's just really one of my favorites and i love the redemption story of it all and it turns into a little love story too it has a bit of everything for me i talk about movies that um are complete movies that have everything from start to finish scrooge is one of those for me I absolutely love it. I know AJ doesn't. So AJ, if you want to shit on it, feel free. That is not true. I was just... Uh, AJ, you asshole. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just talking shit the other night. I, 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 have may, I maybe have seen Scrooge once. Oh, really? Maybe, maybe. And maybe. I don't even know if I saw it all the way through. And, I, and I'm kicking myself I am a Bill Murray fan, as oh. as any listeners of the podcast, my co-podcasters know. Yeah, big fan of King Biff Tannen knows. Yeah, I'm a yeah. big I'm a, I'm a big <laughs> fan of him in Kingpin. I Groundhog Day is one of my all time movies um, because of him, only because of him, because I think he's just he's so amazing in that film. And I need to see this movie, and I've kicked myself over and over again. And I am going to watch it on Christmas Eve this year. I'm going to make a point to watch Scrooged. AJ, you're going to be like you're going to you're going to be here in my house on Christmas Eve. If you want me to throw it on, we'll do it. Okay. I'm like, going to watch it either then or when I get home. It's I'm so going to good. Pop it on with a couple, uh, you know, cordials. Yes, sir. Get a little, <laughs> a few drinks in me and watch Scrooged. Yeah. I'm going to do it because so good. So good. it just it deserves my attention. Uh, Marky, have you ever seen this, the Bill Murray Scrooge? Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, it's one of those ones again where I haven't seen it in a long time, but I very much remember enjoying it a lot. And one of the things that stand out to me uh, when I think about that movie is the uh, taxi driver that kind of like shuttles <laughs> him around to like, these different stages. Goes to Christmas Past, yeah. Is that is that who that the role he plays? Yep. Yeah, it's like the, he's got like really fucked up teeth. And he's always smoking in his cab, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that character stands out to me when I think of it. Oh, he's movie, an but... asshole. Yeah yeah. 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 That was a great movie. Fantastic. Uh, I love it. DP, what do you think about Scrooge? Dude, I love Scrooge. It's so <laughs> good. Will you stop the goddamn <laughs> hammering? <laughs> but the, DP, that's one of the things I love about it. This meltdown he is having from almost the very beginning. Bill Murray is having a meltdown for 95% of the movie. Yeah, it's it's so and great, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> this is he mine. is so funny. Like, there's some great lines, and like I said, and it is that classic fucking Dickens tale with the ghost visiting him, and it, it it's done really well. It, I mean, obviously, it's a story that's lasted throughout the years, and they do such a good job with it. And Bill Murray's hilarious. So yes. Can I, I ask, did it. he do did he do Scrooge before Groundhog Day? Was this sort of like his coming out party or I believe so. I think this was right before we made Groundhog mention Day. Of Ghost, yeah. We made like mention of Ghostbusters where it was more ensemble. 
You know, he was part of that team. Yeah. Scrooge, Scrooge was like 88 or 89. Uh, Groundhog Day didn't come out until like in right. 90, 91. Because like he's that. only yeah. like ascended from there and then, yeah. you know, nominated for an Oscar and uh, for Lost in Translation and all that. He's, he's a legit, legitimately great actor. Yeah. What, for, for me, one of the things I love about it is it's it's a movie that holds up so much in 2020. Like, I watch it now and I like it more than I, I liked it when I when I was younger. Like, it gets better all the time. Bill That's Murray, a big deal, too. Yeah, it's it, it's just, it, it's so fucking good. And um, it, I love the redemption story in it because he really, we've talked about that in the Badness Madness uh, brackets with Big Earn McCracken. Bill Murray can play a fucking piece of shit asshole better than <laughs> yeah, anybody really and that's what it. he is in the first like 30 40 minutes and and even kind of further when he's fighting through it in the movie he is such a fucking asshole as frank cross in this movie uh i remember he sends he tries to send his brother a, a fucking towel for christmas instead of the vcr even though he's like a millionaire because his brother's show didn't have great ratings like he is just such a prick in this movie but the he comes full circle and and guys the last 10 minutes of this movie when he breaks up a christmas story on the a christmas carol on the set and he has the whole thing with his uh, assistant son it's just it's so touching i really really love this movie i think it has so much to it yeah it, it it's got a lot of heart it, it really does. does yeah wrapped up wrapped up in like in some darkness for a while and right. it really comes through so, at the end yeah i love um, this movie can i tell you guys something cool that I, I i was researching it today something cool i really really liked about this movie because it, it has to do with christmas so um the filming of this movie began in 1987 and with christmas approaching richard donner who's the director he asked the production company if the staff could have Christmas Day off, but Paramount, the, the company, um, they refused, insisting, insisting that the filming should continue on Christmas Day. Um, so, however, Donner outwitted them at the end of the day on December 24th, 1987. He officially fired the entire cast and crew. Two days later, on December 26th, he officially rehired everybody. Oh, nice. Isn't amazing. That fucking amazing. That's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is that. Officially what a, fired everybody. Yeah, just an amazing thing to do on Christmas. So I thought it was a nice thing to add to uh to to, to the Christmas season, especially when you talk about these movies. What a yeah. what a fucking gangster move that is yeah. from a guy that's made millions in the industry who went you know go fuck yourself paramount i thought i thought that was really cool so, that's great yeah great great story um so who's up next who uh who uh, is i guess it's aj right aj were you after me yeah you can jump in yeah um, AJ, what, what's the one you love so i love home alone hmm. um I, I know it, it's it's um I don't know. For some reason, it, there are times where I feel like I just watched it again tonight. It's 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 almost like like the movie kind of meanders in parts, but there's that last twenty minutes when he when when you know when Kevin McAllister sets the plan in motion to to take down Harry and Marv, that the movie just becomes like a classic, you know. And I'm and I and I'm a sucker for like a great you know fall. Like and and, yeah. and 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 the villains hurting themselves and <laughs> and all that stuff and like at every turn and the best parts are at like when they're trying to get in the house 
because all he did was pour like water on the steps and it was they fr- it froze and they can't they can't get up up or down the stairs oh they can, one of them can get down them but joe pesci can't get up the stairs and he falls at least twice and then once he finally gets in the house his head gets blowtorched like it's just this whole obviously chain of events we've all seen it i hope um but it's great it's directed by chris columbus written by john hughes who's written so much the scores john williams so it there's some heavy hitters like behind the scenes of that film the great Catherine O'Hara is in it. Um, Joe Pesci, as I mentioned, Daniel Stern, John Candy's in it. You know, it's a pretty cool cast too. Funny H- characters. AJ, did you know that John Candy ad-libbed all his lines in that movie? I did not know that. Had but... nothing to do with the script. Him and uh, Columbus knew each other from Uncle Buck, maybe? Or Yeah, yeah, okay, John. okay. He ad-libbed that whole fucking polka thing he was doing with okay. Catherine polka, O'Hara. Polka, 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 polka. <laughs> there were no lines given to him in that movie. He made all that shit up. Oh. God, he was a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, he's a brilliant comedic talent. That he really was. was. So I, I think, like, the movie can be a little uneven throughout, but it's that last 20 to 22 minutes when they pull up to the house and they're determined to get in and he thwarts them at every turn. That um, finale, that finale is insane. Oh, oh, and then he gets rescued by his friend, the old guy, you know, um, and it's very heartwarming when, you know, the mom played by Catherine O'Hara finally gets home and, you know, the oh, whole shit, thing. Is Catherine O'Hara. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I'm a yeah. huge fan of her. Um, a young Catherine O'Hara. So obviously the star of Shit's Creek. Yeah, that's, I, call yeah. Her, I call her the star because she's my favorite character in, the, she is in that show. She is fabulous in that show. She is absolutely amazing in that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's just a tremendous actress. And I think that film, was, I don't know, she did a great job. And she's not in a ton of it. She's in just, you know, little bits and pieces as the you know, story goes along. And, and for a little eight-year-old, however, he was, however old he was, to do the amount of heavy lifting he did in a starring role, I think... The kid did a good job, Culkin. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a good job. He was he was actually pretty funny, especially at the beginning when he's being super belligerent with, with his mother. <laughs> oh yeah. And Buzz is such a cunt. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I, 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 he's like, I love it. I love when they're like, uh, she's like, go upstairs. Like, we are upstairs, you idiot, or something. That he <laughs> says to her. But he's just such like such. Oh, a he's a little content. prick too. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. Yeah. God. It must have sucked to have like an older brother that was always a real wise ass and a piece of shit to you. Yeah, uh, I know. I, I can't I imagine how that would be. I wonder. Yeah, I know. My childhood was awesome. <laughs> they they kind of they kind of overplay that gag with the black and white movie. You know that he does it with the pizza delivery guy. You know, actually, I love that shit. The fucking <laughs> keep the change, you filthy animal. Yeah, no, yeah, I love some that. of my favorite they, shit I, in the movie. No, I love it, but they but they do it like I don't know three times throughout. Like yeah. one, he's just watching it. The second he fucks with the pizza delivery guy, then he does it to uh, to Marv. Yeah. But right, yeah, when he does yeah. it to Marv, he sets off the firecrackers too. At the same yeah. time, same yeah. Animal. And Marv can't get out of there fast enough, you know. <laughs> Marky, yeah, Marky, can I give you thoughts on Home Alone, Marky? I mean, it's a classic. Everyone loves that movie, right? <laughs> I mean, it's it. It also, it's I just you know how it goes. 
you you guys know how I like violence. So any kind of movie that just glorifies <laughs> violence is okay. Oh, it's book. super violent. It really is. Like yeah. I know it's supposed to be like comedic, but like these dudes getting smashed in the face with the fucking paint irons can- and the paint right. cans. The paint cans. Like, oh my god, it's vicious. When Marv yeah. steps on the uh, the ornaments. Oh, or, that is the- that. That is the most vicious scene in the movie. And the, the nail, when he steps on the nail. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's right. And just the falls on the ice. The falls on the ice are just vicious. Oh, they're so... Yeah, every, every time they fall on the ice, like the, the wind gets knocked out of them. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> so it really ramps up at the end, you know, but, you know, he's... Uh, I think the kid does a good, really, really nice job in the role, and he's funny and you know, he's endearing, especially at the end, towards the end, after he, you know, mom comes home and everything. It's very heartwarming. So it's AJ, got a little bit of everything like that, yeah. you know? AJ, something I read about that movie, too, was, uh, you know, that scene, it was, it's like one of the most iconic uh, lines of the movie. Remember Kevin McAllister goes, are you guys done? Are you thirsty for more? Remember that? Yeah, that yeah, part? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that was totally ad-libbed. That, oh, wasn't, nice. that wasn't written. He, Kevin McAllister, uh, Macaulay Culkin just said that. And uh, and they loved it, so that they they kept it in. It, I mean, they start. He starts off with because they go to the back door. Like as he's like Joe Pesci, Harry's like talking shit. He like the doggy door. He sticks the BB gun out and shoots him in the nuts. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and, remember, then, remember and then Marv sticks his head through it, and he's like, "Hello." Remember when? They, when <laughs> remember when they, one of the, the first things? Yeah, remember <laughs> the first thing when they come back and he lights the fucking doorknob on fire. And he grabs it. He's got an M seared into yeah, his yeah, goddamn yeah. hand. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Very much so. Um, guys, so, guys, yeah. Big fan. One thing I remember, like, because again, this is movie came out. I was when I was really young, and um, you know who hated this movie? AJ DP. Our dad hated this movie, and you want to know why? It's because. <laughs> Is because Siskel and Ebert hated Home Alone. Well, yeah, Roger e- Roger Ebert didn't like it. They That's hated it, and, and my, it two and a half out of four. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and and our dad, anything Siskel and Ebert said, them, oh yeah, the movie sucks. Like he hasn't fucking seen it, but he just agreed yeah. with them. And the whole well, thing was, their whole thing was like, well, the parents are so stupid, and it doesn't make a lot of sense because the cops would have kicked the door down. I'm like, guys, this is a fucking ridiculously <laughs> stupid yeah. Christmas movie. You have to go into this movie realize that this is stupid and it doesn't make sense you have to suspend reality like you figure with Siskel and Ebert would have figured that shit out right. by that point yeah, yeah. they gave fucking Superman two thumbs up but yeah you know, like, uh, yeah exactly like you guys. suspend Look, disbelief I, for I, that one but not this I, one I enjoy the heck out of it I, I love I it I, I I love Home Alone I'll definitely again it's one of those things that, especially during Christmas time when it's on I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna watch it always always I always try to watch it at least at least once a year yeah. yeah, and can we all admit Macaulay Culkin can get don't it? No, it. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> oh god, I was I was a split second late. Fuck. Actually, uh, speaking speaking of who can get it, Marky, Marky, uh, yeah, well, yes, you can, you can. You are very, you are quite handsome. I will give you that. Uh, but your movie, your the one you love, the uh, female lead of this movie. Oh my oh, god, can she yeah. get it? Marky, go ahead on the one you love. Who is that? Gina Davis? Mm-hmm. That's yes. it. Yeah. So Gina Davis, I'm going to start with some hints and maybe our viewers can guess the movie I'm talking about. Gina Davis co-starring alongside, or she's the lead, next to uh, Samuel Jackson, 
next to Brian Cox, next to a bunch of other people that uh, you probably don't remember or have seen anything else. It came out in 1996. It's an action Christmas movie. Um, actually, when looking into it, I found out that the guy that directed it also directed Die Hard 2, mm-hmm. and the guy that wrote it also wrote... Um, Ah, oh, fuck, what was it? It made total sense when I saw it. I'm like, of course he wrote that fucking movie. The Last Boy Scout? That's it. Yeah. 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 So the movie... Iron Man 3? Oh, no, shit, really? That. Yeah. That movie sucks, but... What? Yeah. What? I agree with the... Uh, what? TW. The movie I love for my Christmas pick... Uh, TP's. Uh, you know, I, I love it a bit. I don't... I, I'm not going to die on the cross for it. But the movie's Long Kiss Goodnight. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fun campy just stereotypical 90s action movie just way over the top super cheesy lines you know bad guys just spraying bullets good guys just dodging out of the way returning fire with like bang 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 everyone's dead that was shooting at him you know right driving through the streets crashing um samuel jackson's the comic relief also just plays a badass character which was fantastic um the premise of the story is that Gina Davis has amnesia and she's been living this suburban housewife life for quite some time. It turns out she's actually like a government assassin. And when some when like her old enemies see her on TV, they come knocking and like it snaps her slowly, but surely snaps her back into assassin mode. And then she just starts like murking fools all about the neighborhood and uh, Samuel Jackson plays a private detective, if I recall correctly. I yep. can't remember what he gets hired for, but um, uh, she she uh, so Marky, I I watched this movie last night. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, I had What'd never seen it before. Uh-huh. And then when you talked about it, I was like, oh, I, didn't, I had no idea. It's it, it, it's it's not really a Christmas movie. It's about as much of a Christmas movie as Die Hard is. DP, which hey. I know you're going to get to in a minute. Um, no, 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 no. It, te- it technically is. Um, it, it is, but the thing is, I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes before I watched it. I saw it was like 74% of Rotten oh, Tomatoes, shit. same thing with the audience. And I was like, oh, this movie's actually might be pretty good. So I, 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 I watched it's it. To, to, it's not good. Uh, no, I no, 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 no. It, I think it's, it's great. No, I gotta say, it's not bad. It's definitely not bad. You're right in the sense that it definitely has some cheesy shit going on, but Marky, um, Samuel Jackson plays a private detective. And if you remember um, Gina Davis's character, she only remembers the last eight years of her life. So yeah. she ha- tried she to hire wakes up, right? Yeah. Like, she tries to hire a, a shitload of, she had hired a, you know, tons of different private detectives. Oh, Samuel Jackson right. had figured something out and that's how he gets involved, but he only gets involved after they, after uh, the people who wanted to kill her had found out where she was and shit starts going crazy at that point. So yeah, and they I say it's not that good just because it's so fucking in my mind, it's so cheesy. But if you go into the movie knowing that it's just 90s, just over the top. Well, you said it before, it's a look it's campy, right? It's it's, it's that's, so campy. that's not it's not a bad thing though. Sometimes. Yeah. The explosion at the end of the movie is way over the top ridiculous you know it's, it's like all the models like model cars and like firecrackers like yeah, 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 yeah. getting thrown around um my favorite scene of the movie i'm glad you asked i'll tell you 
is when um, <laughs> Mitch is the name of Samuel Jackson's character. And Mitch for Hennessey. like, yeah, <laughs> that's right. For, for like, uh, what is it? For like a good 10 minutes of the movie, you as the viewer think that he's dead. And, and they, they throw him into like a car and they throw yeah. the car into like an 18 wheeler because like there's uh, some bad actors that are going to like uh, hide the evidence. And then Gina Davis is like, help, help, I need help. And then Mitch. On just the radio, keep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, on the radio. And then Mitch, Samuel Jackson, just comes rolling into the camera view, like blood pouring down his face. And he puts the car in drive. He's not dead. And he just stomps it, floors it out of there. And his line when he comes busting out of there is like, you can't kill me, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> just comes racing out of Something there. Samuel Jackson. Was classic yeah. Samuel Jackson. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that that movie is a classic Samuel Jackson role. Is uh, a we'll get you drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun movie to watch. Yeah, Marky, I liked it, man. I thought it was good. Like, I, I, I um, first of all, there there is a scene uh, when they're in like they go to Vegas, and you know Gina Davis is in the shower. Talk about can get it. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, this is like prime Gina Davis. This is like. This is like right around like a league of their own fucking hot Gina Davis. Jesus Christ. Oh, she's super hot in the league of Dude, their own. I Gorgeous. was obsessed oh God. with Gina Davis. But like I, I saw this oh, movie in the movie theaters. I was so obsessed with Gina Davis. Oh my yeah. God. She's so gorgeous. But then the, uh, but that's that the, the movie again, the movie itself is ridiculous, but I loved, I know there's a lot of campy shit and a lot of campy lines, but the what, my favorite line in the whole movie, do you remember when um, she starts starting to like know who the fuck she is and she yeah. starts slicing the vegetables? She's like, cooks, oh cooks my God, that. I was a chef. Chefs, do, chefs that. do that. Remember yeah. she snaps the fucking <laughs> one-eyed dude's neck and the husband is standing there or the boyfriend is like, chefs do that. I'm like, oh, this is fucking awesome. (laughs) It kind of sets the tone of the movie there. I love that. My only thing was, I would say with about 15, 20 minutes left of the movie, I was like, oh my God, this needs to end. It was like this movie that just wouldn't end. Uh, But I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. Sometimes uh, some movies don't know when when to kind yeah. of tie the yeah, knot. Yeah, they, they could have cut 10, 15 minutes out of the movie. It would have been better. And yeah, but like, again, I, I, I don't know. I had fun with it. I enjoyed it. It is a fun movie. The, the the finale is Samuel Jackson driving the car with Gina Davis and her daughter, and they are dodging flaming cars that are raining out of the sky. Right. And that's just a fantastic ending. And then we don't even know if Samuel Jackson's character lived or not because he looked like he was he dying. Was ble- he was bleeding out bad. <laughs> yeah, and then and then she was like, "Oh, get through it. We're rich partner." And then in the final scene, he wasn't there. I'm like, maybe he's dead. <laughs> we don't know. Um, but uh, DP, DP, you liked this movie. I did. Yeah. So yeah, this like I said, I in the '90s I had such a thing for Gina Davis. Oh my so, god, she's gorgeous. Yeah, I. I, I saw this movie in the movie theater. I thought it was great, but it did like, I think the, the problems this movie had really, again, it was because of uh, the last movie Gina Davis had done with her husband, the director, Renny Harlan uh, was cutthroat Island, which mm-hmm. was one of the biggest bombs of all time in Hollywood history. Huh. And so they came off that and did long kiss. Good night. And so 
like it got bad press before anyone saw it. Like they they were already shitting on it. So like it, it didn't do well, but this was fucking great. And like I said, uh Shane Black wrote it, who he like he wrote Lethal Weapon and The Last Boy Scout, and then like was given shit about like this script, like people were accusing him of being a sellout. And so he just quit for like fucking 10 years. Wow. <laughs> he didn't write another script to like 10 years later when he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That was where he wrote and directed movie. it. And yeah, he did that. And then like the nice guys, like I said, Iron Man <laughs> 3, he did. So like, because oh, he nice was actually proud awesome. of this script. Yeah, nice guys is great too. Fuck yeah. Great. Oh, I'm a yeah. huge fan of nice guys. Yeah. Super under the radar. He's a, he's oh, a great writer, cool. great director. And he was like proud of the script, but people would give him so much shit. So he was like, oh, you know what? Fuck you. And this, this, walked this, away for 10 years. Script, I would done the same thing. Oh, I'll tell you, not, this, speaking yeah. of nice guys, that Gosling Crow team up is just insane. Yeah, perfect. It was perfect. Very well. The, the script that for uh, Long Kiss Goodnight, you know, was like mildly talking shit about it, but it, it was perfect for what it was. Like, you know, it's like I said, like it was just a quintessential 90s action movie. Yeah. Like I said, he did fucking Lethal Weapon. Like, yeah, that's just quintessential 90s action. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Followed that same pattern. It was like just as, you know, just as campy as Lethal Weapon. But exactly. You know, fucking I loved it. I thought it was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's 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 sad that it got such a bad rap from the get go. I was looking at the the uh, the financial numbers on imdb and i saw that it had like a budget of like 65 mil opening weekend was like 9 million and then uh it overall it did return a little bit of an uh you know it came back and had like 85 mm-hmm. globally at, or 89 globally at the end but u.s gross was only 33 so yeah kind of sad but, but I, I thought it was a good movie i really liked it yeah, well, yeah agreed dp speaking of movies you like Yes, sir. So, what's is there your, a movie what's, that you like? What's your yeah. favorite Christmas movie? Like, I already so, alluded to it. I apologize. Yeah, well, put it this way. If you've listened drunk. before, like, I mean, I mentioned it last week. I've talked about it multiple times in the past. Fucking Die Hard, the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Mm-hmm. I was actually kind of thinking about it earlier. What is the argument against it being a Christmas movie? The fact that Christmas really isn't it's not really discussed much in the movie other than the fact that they're at a Christmas party. Yeah, they're at a well, Christmas party. Yeah. It's, you know, they, they play Christmas songs throughout it. The whole thing takes place yes. on Christmas. It's welcome to right. the, the last out. line yeah. of the movie. The dead, guy, the dead guy's wearing the Santa hat. Yeah. yeah. Now, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. ho. Yeah. ho. The last line of the movie, like right before they ho. cut is, ho. wow, ho. this is what you guys do for Christmas. I can't wait to come back for New Year's. Yeah, know, like, no, no, I know. It, it, it is, is it's a Christmas movie. and tagged with Christmas. It is absolutely a Christmas movie, and it is the best one ever. Hands I down. We can stop right this there. Movie. No, yeah. like I mean, like Good we night. literally we've talked about it so much, especially because Hans Gruber has done so well in Badness Madness, and so we don't want to get too much into Hans tonight because we'll have a lot to talk about next week. But Hans. Uh, yeah. I, I do want yeah. to say one one thing the about great Alan Rickman, <laughs> and and this is kind of what also what makes this movie so great is a Hans's entrance, like uh, you know when not when they first walk in the building, but when the elevator doors open 
and he fucking walks out surrounded by the dudes with guns. Yeah. It is just, just beautifully shot, awesome, yeah. menacing I watch that movie right now. villain entry that just fucking rules. I probably am going to watch it right now. So, hey, TP, maybe you yeah. can answer this question because you're such a huge Die Hard fan. Mm-hmm. Was this sort of Bruce Willis's like action breakout thing? Because I oh, know that yes. because I know before that he was doing like moonlighting on TV with uh, Candace Bergen. Am I right about the co-star? Uh, yeah, Sybil, yeah, yeah. Sybil Shepard. Sybil Shepard. Okay. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Sybil Shepard. All right, I totally fucked up the co-star. But anyway, Sybil Shepard. But that Candace was like Bergen that. was Murphy Brown. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I got my uh, 80s sorry AJ. Actresses. I didn't know either. All screwed up. I'll go fuck so, myself. But he was doing moonlighting, which mm-hmm. he, it, that's not an action. Sh- that's like the no. opposite of what. The, so I feel like that was sort of a inspired casting choice. I tell you what, my my top five list of inspired casting choices. Bruce Willis is on that list. He that's, is. That was a huge. Oh chance. yeah, CP. Who who did they want originally, dude? So like uh, five other people before. Yeah, him, right? they looked at Schwarzenegger. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. I mean, there was early talks of like Frank Sinatra, but that went away yeah. quickly. Wasn't then they the were looking for the like, one that wanted Frank Sinatra or somebody like that? Yeah, like, like when he first wrote old, the yeah. book in the seventies, yeah. he kind of had Frank Sinatra in mind. So yeah, it, it took you know fifteen years before they made it in the movie, and at that point, Sinatra was like seventy. So also, have we talked about this late. before on the podcast? Uh, we I don't know if it was off no. my. Or what? But yeah, we, okay. we've talked about it a little bit. But sorry, but yeah, like I just I said, wanted so, to bring that up because I feel like that was no, yeah, I was just it, it I was just a, one choice. of choices that was kind of out of left field. But he I just had like it. a heavy yeah. hit of deja vu. I yeah, I think uh, like McTiernan even said, like after seeing you know like Schwarzenegger and Stallone and thinking about it, he wanted more of like an everyman hero that you know like isn't the super cop but the guy that really rises to the occasion mm-hmm. and bruce willis fucking nailed that what a, right. what a, what a perfect he fit choice. he fit the bill right there I yeah mean, it was perfect and like throughout his whole like the, the fact that he he was saying out loud his inner monologue like what yeah. the fuck are you doing john yeah <laughs> you know like yeah it was so fucking great. I love this movie so much. Come to There's, LA, have a few drinks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's some shit that makes no the sense. And like I said, yeah. the explosions <laughs> are over the top. And the fact that it ends like he, the cops just let him get in a limo and drive off with Argyle. Yeah. You know? No, he's cool. Like, right. <laughs> I, and I feel like that, that like really, like that spawned him into an action star. The last Boy Scout, the Scout, the Yard. The, um, oh, big time, yeah. The fifth but element. The, but I mean, honestly, monkey. it's not really a, an action, but you know what I'm saying. But AJ, it was only like it, it five did. years later that he's in Pulp Fiction. Like, it wasn't that long after that where he, you know, I mean, that's a yeah. a borderline action role in, in that. But like, it, well, he, he's also no, dicking think, around. He's in the Bonfire of the Vanities, which is a super underrated flick. I love it. I have movie. not seen it. I've been meaning to. Super underrated flick. But uh, yeah, he's, in, he's in some, yeah, he's in some random stuff, but. I mean, outside of the diehard stuff, he doesn't do a ton of action shit. But you're right. I feel like, like on the, the heels of Expendables and shit now. Yeah. But to, yeah, to but your point, like had they gone, diehard, yeah, he did. Had they gone with like Stallone, like this big jacked guy, like it just it wouldn't have had it changes the movie. Completely. Not to say that Bruce Willis is in bad. He's in good shape, but he's not like this big muscle bound idiot. He yeah. just looks like this fucking 
uh, detective from the inner city who's in, in decent shape, you know, like he at, looks at right, the time. but like, like cracks wise, and he's just got yeah. that sort of. And then of course Carl know, Winslow, that fat fuck, he shows him. up. Yeah, RVJ you know, baby. Yeah, he he shows up. He he's he's shoveling all that shit into his face in the convenience. And John, store. I want to trust you. Yeah, yeah, and oh, remember, remember the guy that plays, uh, you know, the Dwayne. Remember that guy, the, the Dwayne, Dwayne the fucking the. Uh, yeah, we're all covered Deputy in glass. Chief. Yeah, what do you care about? Well, I'm glass? not the one who just got butt fucked on national TV, <laughs> Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> Which again, that's about another glass. kind of silly element of the movie is just how completely inept. The police and the yeah. FBI are. Yeah, but they're yeah. complete idiots. Yeah, but like, like even Carl Wizard's like he's like they're 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 shooting, shooting at, at the, the fucking lights. Like, <laughs> shooting Just at think, the lights. There's I think the... I think everything came together so well, especially when they were casting that film. That just yeah, they couldn't it couldn't have been done better. I mean, it's just Alan yeah. Rickman's perfect. Oh, Rickman is Alan Rickman's so perfect good as foil. Yeah. His stupid yeah. fucking Russian compadres and, and uh, what, what? Remember the, the, the German? Yeah. Oh, oh, you're right. The German yeah. idiots. The fucking. Remember the 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 black dude with the glasses. Oh, remember, he's, he's just super obnoxious. <laughs> So oh my god yeah. like yeah the uh Awful. the two brothers yeah worthy the... to ac green oh it's a quarterback is toast <laughs> the uh the first guy that he kills ends up being like the younger brother yeah. carl's of the... brother yeah he yeah. just, he just yeah, he runs him down the stairs it's fucking great yeah and then the uh snaps his neck by the way th- that first guy that he killed he was like a, a james bond villain and uh the Living Daylights with Timothy Dalton. He played a great villain in that one. And then the older brother, the one with the long hair, mm-hmm. he was uh, Tom Hanks' girlfriend's ex-lover in that movie, uh, The Money Pit. Jesus and Christ. <laughs> those are the only like two movies the money that... Pit. Those are the only oh, two movies that I know movie. those guys from, but they were much better in Die Hard. So, DP, you were talking about the framing of that shot when they come out of the elevator. Mm-hmm. How about the scene when Hans Gruber falls from the building? Oh, how that's that so was great. shot. Yeah, like, do you guys, do you guys shot, know that, that story? Was, so, that was shot from Bruce Willis's perspective, and then when you see him falling from, uh, yeah. from the perspective so, on the ground. So, Rickman actually did that stunt, right? Yeah. And um, so they they're holding him, him like, all right, we're going to drop you on three. So, <laughs> one two and then they dropped him without saying three and that's why you get that really that like real shocked face. look on his face <laughs> they dropped him so, early yeah but that's, that's what, they dropped amazing. him early and that was oh but that's that's but actually what's not that's actually what proves that that movie is about him because he died hard Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> you ever hear? You ever, you ever hear the fucking uh, Neil Patrick Harris on uh, How I Met Your Mother? That's what a Die Hard is about. Is Hans Gruber because he died hard. <laughs> okay. He sure did. <laughs> you can see that. Um, but, oh, it's fucking great, and we're going to be talking more about him next week. But the way yeah, that that shot time. was framed, the way that that was shot was framed. I didn't know he did that stunt, but um, yeah. that's awesome. Like the way it was framed and the way it was shot was just yes. It was from, awesome. Uh, it was awesome way from Bruce Willis' perspective, or John McClane's yeah, perspective yeah, yeah. of him yeah. dropping him. Yeah, I was. And cool. he's holding on to the watch that uh, his wife had gotten yeah. him. The, uh, right. Show him the watch. 
It's a Rolex. <laughs> oh, Ellis. God. Ellis. Oh, what a cut. I love that. Like, I've never met, seen a movie. character in a movie that I thought was a bigger cut, but I liked more. Yeah. I've never seen one. Like, he's yeah. fucking great. Like, Ellis would be that type of dude who I worked with and be like, oh, this guy's a fucking asshole, but I'm going to talk to him every day. I'm going to make sure I stop by his office and bust right. his balls. He's such a cut, but he's hysterical. Yeah. I'm. Make million dollar deals for breakfast. I can handle this Euro trash. Oh <laughs> yeah. Remember when Bruce Willis first was like, you missed a spot. Like, yeah. Coke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's doing blow in his boss's office. Oh, right. yeah. He's a fucking dick face. Uh, oh, he's such a degenerate. Asshole. Oh, he's mm-hmm. awful. Awful. But, but uh, DP, great pick. Great yeah. pick on all I, of hey, us. Kind of a couple more quick things, right? Yeah. So, um, I think it was Mick Tiernan, the the director, like put out a thing recently uh, defending Die Hard as a Christmas movie, where he like compared it to uh, White Christmas, and like <laughs> in Die Hard, there's more Christmas songs in it. More of the movie takes place on Christmas Day. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. There's all these things, and it according to him, it's more of a Christmas movie than White Christmas. <laughs> There you go, <laughs> dude. It, it's awesome. It's settled and, uh, in forever. Yeah, and it, randomly this week, I happen to catch a like an interview with Reginald Vell Johnson. And a uh, fun fact: he got that role because uh, the person they first offered it to turned it down, who was Gene Hackman. They hmm. wanted Hackman for oh, that yeah. role, <laughs> which. I mean, I could see, but I think Wait, fucking which, Reginald Bell Johnson was better for uh, Al. Yeah, Carl Al Winslow. Yeah. Oh, Carl no Winslow. shit. Yeah. Oh, All right. Okay. Say, wow. What's uh, Carl Winslow's real name? Reginald Bell Johnson. Yeah. They, wanted Hack, they wanted Hackman for it? They yeah. wanted Hackman, yeah. All I, can, oh, all I can picture is him just slapping Steve Urkel around. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I get... So, all I can picture is him going, you want a breath mint? And then Brian Griffin going, huh. Breath mint. <laughs> he had lived that line. But that dude that that play remember that dude like remember that moment they had that guy with that place Dwayne, whatever the fuck that you know, whatever yeah, uh, that guy's in police charge chief of. or deputy. Remember chief. he was just like, I I, I, I I could tell he's a cop. The way he could spot a fake ID, he's like, he might be a fucking, fucking bartender. bartender. <laughs> like, like this guy is such a moron. Like <laughs> yeah, Dwayne is the fucking worst. Oh, Dwayne is Dwayne. There are so many insufferable characters in that movie. Oh, the, the two, the Dwayne two, uh, might be the worst. The two FBI guys, those yeah, fucking... a- agents, oh, yeah. Special Agent Johnson yeah. and Special Agent Johnson. No what relation. About, <laughs> yeah, what about the fucking what, what about Harvey? What, what what about what about the uh, what about the news guy? Remember, he's just like oh, he's like yeah. I'll, I'll steal Harvey. the truck. Yeah, <laughs> eat it, Harvey. Like that guy's a cunt too. The fucking what, news what guy. is it? The what's what's the older the white McClane FBI guy? In the face? Yeah, yeah oh, that's how it is. When they're in the the chopper, the FBI oh, yeah. guys, just and, like Saigon, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was in grade school, asshole. 
Oh, God. Oh, I gotta I guess, watch this movie. Like, yeah, you know, those, the those insane dudes ineptitude of these fucking oh. people that are supposed to yeah. be in charge is fucking well, crazy. When the uh, SWAT guys are storming the building on the ground, just looked there's so one guy that's though. like creeping around the bushes and he touches like he runs into a bush. He's like, ow. Yeah, like the, he gets like, a thorn in him. Like a thorn. <laughs> like that's your first clue that these guys are fucked. Yeah. It just it just <laughs> makes it just makes McLean it just makes McLean that much more, you know, much more of a badass. confident. Yeah, and right. badass. Yeah, they're you definitely know. overcompensating a little bit to try to show that McLean was the most co- accomplished fucking cop. Yeah. He's like, oh, because he's a cop in New York and you cunts out in California don't know yeah. what you're doing. Bunch like, of yeah. like- fairies. <laughs> playing police right right oh it's, it's you know, so, there's there's a so million good. a million one-liners in this movie oh god and so many you know good we're always quoting them even on this show but um one that my brother and i that we say to each other a lot is when the uh german terrorist guys i think it's when they like bust the window out and they've got the rocket launcher and they've got it pointed at the uh Armored personnel carrier. He says, "Yeah, mm. I see him." Like, <laughs> yeah, I see him. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's one that we always say it's to each other. So awkward. It, yeah, so I weird. see him. <laughs> oh, damn it, Hans, you made your point. Let him back up. <laughs> fuck, I love that movie. Oh so fuck, we, we and we great, can go. That's on. a can, great pick. Great pick. We literally yeah. could go. We could literally do an, an entire episode just on Ellis, right? <laughs> Every Hans, fucking booby. I'm white knight. Ten minutes. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> when they bring him the fucking Coca Cola, and by and, and, and by white like kicked back. Yeah, he's like, oh, Coke. it's fine. Yeah, you're dead. And by white knight, you mean like major cokehead? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Hans Booby. Yeah. He, oh, he's awful. All right, boys. That, that's really great. Yeah, you know, it's a good pick. Four fucking great Christmas movies. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm in the spirit now. I'm, right. After we're, after I'm we're done here, I'm gonna Die keep Hard. my feet up. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna throw on a Christmas movie, definitely. So, really great shit. So, uh, uh, can any... we can we give a couple of shout outs to some other Christmas movies that uh, yeah, of course, weren't on our our, our lists, of course. Uh, like uh, Bad Santa. That that's one I could have picked. I think yeah. Bad Santa is a so fucking right. top notch Christmas so movie. So good. It's a it's just a phenomenal comedy too. It's mm-hmm. an outstanding comedy movie. Yeah, Billy Billy Bob Thorne's like you know forget Sling Blade. This is his finest moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you realize like, like if anybody ever messes with me when I'm at work in the middle of the day, I send them the fucking meme that's like I'm on my fucking lunch break. I said it all the time. <laughs> I do that to people constantly. And he's spitting out lettuce, lettuce coming out of yeah. his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we leave that movie. One of my favorite lines that I used to yell at people is, God damn it, are you fucking with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark, Marky, based on that, I used to also do that. Are you off your fucking meds or something? <laughs> I do that one all the time, too. Yeah, that's a good movie. A fantastic uh, Christmas film. Dude, yeah, I love amazing. that one. Really and I know, I know it's generic and whatnot, but I fucking love Elf. 
I yeah. Will Ferrell and Elf. I know it's like generic, but it's I fucking love it. I, no, I'll Elf watch is it good. Elf is good. Too. Not, yeah, I feel like a lot of people love Elf. Yeah, I yeah. actually saw the fucking. Uh, I went and saw the the you know the play version of it too. It was great. It was fantastic around mm-hmm. Christmas time. Elf, Elf is pretty good. No, it's a little fucking lame. You know, I get yeah. it, but um, I know it's a, it, it's a good movie. I, I definitely but, would yeah. watch it again. It's and, and, uh, it's on, if it's on, I'm watching it. Uh, what's the girl's name uh, from New Girl? The Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have really fucking cute chemistry in the movie. She's yeah. like adorable in it. I, it, it's a fun movie. I, and James Con's good. Like I mean, yeah. like it, yeah, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. And good. like I said, so I mentioned it a couple of times in my drunken stupor last week. I did watch Fat Man. Dude, Genius. you guys got to check this movie out. It is absurd and it is amazing. It's like I said, Walton Goggins plays a hitman that goes up to the North Pole to try and kill Santa Claus. And it's like a fucking shoot him up like action movie. It's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I've been it, meaning it, to watch it. Yeah. How did I not like? It, it's a bit where of a can, slow burn, wa- but where it, can I where can I watch it? I mean, I feel like I have to pay for it. Somewhere. Amazon. It's like yeah. seven dollars. Yeah, right yeah. Right now. now, you can you can get it on Amazon or on demand or whatever. But I I remember you mentioning it, but I don't remember you saying any of these keywords that would pique my interest like this. Mel right. Gibson, Walton Goggins, Assassin, North Pole. <laughs> It's just because you don't listen to me much, which I, I must is understandable. Been, yeah, I must have been just. I don't listen to me either. Checking my emails when you were talking at that time. Also, so, a good yeah, Christmas great, movie. That, great uh, one. We don't want to forget Die Hard Two. Mm. Is uh. A yeah, that takes place one. on Christmas. Oh, well, that is that is actually yeah, that's yeah. true. Technically, technically, it is a Christmas movie. So. All right, boys. Well, uh, you know that was that was great. Of course, you know we 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 had to do this one for our adoring fans uh, because it is it, it is Christmas season, and and I'm actually a little sad um, that none of us actually had National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah, that is there, a there's such... another shout out. That's oh a my god, one. what a fucking classic! I think there's going to be a lot of people who listen to this going to be like, oh, fucking, you know, they they will get on us for that. I, and that is. And, and you know what? They might be right. I'm a little upset. I didn't think of that one as much as I love. I've never Scrooge. seen it. So, oh, na- oh, Marky, oh man, you would I'm love to watch Fat Man before I watch that. Uh, put yeah. it, put it on Fat your list. It's, it's, it's fucking outstanding. But uh, uh, I, for everyone listening tonight, I hope you uh, liked uh, this this dose of Christmas. No, that's what we were doing because again, um, you know, once this shows up, this will be two days before Christmas. So, Merry Christmas. To our adoring fans, uh, Merry Christmas! Um, Merry Christmas time. And uh, before we call it tonight, we need to do a quick little preview for next week, which we have our badness madness finale. That is going to be yes. a really really good time. We are down to our final eight villains. We'll do our final eight, final four, and the championship all in one week. DP, we need to talk about getting up those uh, those pictures on. Uh, I don't know how you guys make those spliced pictures. Yeah, I'll take it. I know I've been lazy, but you know what? Uh, if you're listening to this now, the the stuff will already be up on social media. So go check us out yeah. on Instagram, Twitter at Movie Council Pod, uh, and we'll have the matchups up there, and you can vote. So uh, you know, we get a feel from the audience what they all think as we go into uh, right. 
to the yeah. last round here. And that will be big because I'll, I'll post those on Facebook too, DP. And that'll be big because if we need a tiebreaker, which we very, very well might, mm-hmm. uh, we'll have the the votes from from our fans. So that that'll be big. Uh, that'll be a big that'll be a big night next week. That's a it's like our that next week will be our biggest podcast so far. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be a yeah. huge one. I can't I mean, wait. This, I mean, it's it's a huge, huge momentous thing for us. It's gonna be awesome. And like I mentioned earlier, we're gonna have an awesome uh, an awesome one for the the following week, which we've talked about briefly. We'll get into it again uh, next week. But uh, you guys have anything? Any Christmas wishes you want to get out before we before we close this up this evening? Uh, I just want to say uh, to everyone listening, have a very Merry Christmas. And if you're listening to us, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, We fucking you. really appreciate it. So. Absolutely. And uh, for everybody that does listen and does follow us and, and does participate in our, on our social media, we, we love you. We hope you have an amazing Christmas. Uh, during Christmas time, if you want to uh, feel free to reach out to us and fuck with us on uh, Instagram or our email and talk movies, uh, we are always ready, willing to do that. Uh, again, we love our fans. So uh, this, this, this is why we do it. And uh, before before we call it, are, are we are we are we ready, guys? Are we ready to call it an evening and then go into Christmas? I yes. think we are. It's a holly jolly Christmas. <laughs> for 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 my for my I my co-founder AJ, for my chief boy toy DP, and of course the sexy Southern gentleman Marky. Uh, We wish you all an amazing uh, holiday and an amazing Christmas, and uh, we will talk to you guys in a week. Good night. Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. Wish everyone a Merry Christmas, (laughs) goddammit. Merry Merry Christmas, (laughs) goddammit. The Movie Council is adjourned.